listening to A Quiet Mind. Hello everyone, I hope that uh, you have all been doing well. As promised, finally, here is part two of our series on why we do drugs and alcohol to feel better. I hope you enjoy it, and thank you very much for listening. That's what we're doing here. It's not escapism. And if we're using substances, alcohol, drugs, food, that's a big one too, or watching television, any kind of thing that's obsessive, that where what we're doing is, you know, if you look at anybody who's really engrossed in a television show, they're like a zombie. You know, their mouth is hanging open and they're staring at this TV. And they have learned over the years how to gain our attention the media, advertising, you know, shows that are on there that capture our interest, uh, really quick editing, you know, that's flashing constantly, that get, that gets our attention, we, we focus on it, we have to pay attention. Also, shows of a dramatic nature that are showing people in, in, in these situations that are exaggerated, over-dramatized um, aspects of supposed real life. And I, I watch, I'm a television watcher, you know. I've been watching this show Lost. I, 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 I love it. It's amazing. I'm, I'm totally transfixed while I'm watching it. So I'm there with you. I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, preaching from a mountaintop with no television. And that's why I can relate to it so well, because I'm also a fellow watcher of TV. And I have had my problems in the past with using alcohol or drugs to escape my pain, my fear, my frustration, to have that one moment where I feel good. Unfortunately, it doesn't last, does it? We all know that, you know, because and and coming back to the media and, and how they know how to get our attention, we and we go into almost a trance-like state watching TV, watching movies, something that sucks us in and gets us in. So we're not really relaxing because we're really not present. We're really not aware any longer. We've been taken over by the experience. And the same thing happens when we drink too much or we take drugs. We get taken over by that chemical the, 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 the reaction inside of us, we no longer have control. See, we'll go past a point, drink too much or take too many drugs, and we no longer have control. We're not there anymore. Nobody's home. And when that happens, we've, we've kind of degraded in our sense of awareness. See, the idea is to learn through the practices that we're doing, our mindfulness, to be able to step back 
from our problems, our past, our pain, our anger, and to be able to look at it from a higher perspective, that of wisdom, knowledge from deeper insight of looking at ourselves, getting to know ourselves, why we do what we do. So from this higher place, we're able to look down as if we're on a big, beautiful mountaintop and we, we've climbed all the way to the top because we need to find the trail that we've lost. We got lost. We lost our trail. So if we go up higher onto the mountaintop, we're able to look down into the beautiful valley that we're going through and find our way again. There it is right over there. There's the path. If we were to go deeper down into the jungle, we wouldn't be able to find our path again. So we need to do that. When we practice, we're raising our level of awareness, our own inner awareness, not what other people are telling us. You, you can say, hey, Bill, why do I do what I do? You know, why do I lose my patience? Well, he might say, I don't know, you know, because you're stupid. <laughs> so we're practicing to get in touch with this understanding that's inside of all of us, that we all have this inner wisdom, the lamp unto yourself, coming up from the depths of the jungle where we're lost, climbing up to the top of the mountain to regain our sight, our path. There it is. There's our path again. Okay, now I know which way I'm going. I was headed this way. Now I can get back on my path. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we calm ourselves. That's why we do this meditation, the walking meditation, the breathing, anything that brings us back to our self. We're not, we're not trying to push away the reality that there is suffering, there is death, there is sadness, there is sickness. We're all going to experience this. We're going to know people who are going to experience this. No matter what state we are in now, good, bad, indifferent, it's going to change. We know that. It's going to change. Things cannot stay the same. They must change. Nature of the universe. But how are we with the changes that are happening around us? If we're going into this life without our manual we got we have no owner's manual um, we have no direction we have really no training sooner or later after we bump our head against the wall over and over and over again we're going to go now wait a minute there's got to be an easier way to do this there has to be a different way to experience this life so we've found that um, in looking at the wonderful teachings of people that asked these questions, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. And then they, through insight, they got these answers that they've shared with us that I'm reiterating. These aren't original ideas. Of course you've heard them before. And they ring true to you because I know as you're listening, you, you're nodding your head. You're going, wow, yeah, that, that is true. We, we do have owner's manuals, but when we go deeper, when we stop the habitual 
reaction, the habitual um, path that we are on, when we stop, when we ask these questions without beating ourselves up, remember something I chirp on about like a parrot, that when we see we are doing something that we think is wrong, in quotes, naturally we think the only way to make change is to make it wrong and beat ourselves up about it. I've seen many books like this, some book a while ago, How to Quit Smoking. The whole first two chapters I think I was looking at um, that a friend showed with me was, you know, telling you how much of a jerk you were because you were smoking. <laughs> because it's not socially acceptable. It stinks. It smells. It's bad for you. People don't like smokers. So you should quit. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not. So when we see we're, we're on the wrong path, we notice this and recognize this, we've taken a tremendous leap in, in uh, our own self-awareness. We've decided, uh-oh, I've been asleep at the wheel, I'm waking up. So I'm going to find my way back up to the mountaintop where I can get a clear view as to what to do. So the meditation, the practices that we're doing are our mountaintop, so to speak, our, our, our plateau of stillness that we're going to create. Not so we don't have to look at what's going on, but we can look at why we are reacting to it in this way. Because it's going on no matter what we do. We can't stop the world and what it does. And we can't change it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we can change it. I don't know. There's a, there's a subtlety there that are we in fact changing our experience because we have learned to look deeply stop at the stop sign and say, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Hold on. Then going deeper into our own understanding to, you know, pull out the jewels of knowledge that we have there that reveal to us why. And this is the thing that I think is really beautiful. It's all about why. Why am I reacting this way? Why am I doing this? Not why so-and-so did this to me, but why am I reacting to what so-and-so has done to me in this way? I can't control what's going on outside of me. I can control how I am reacting to it. Not escaping, fully accepting what is going on right now as, is this my projection? Am I manifesting this through thought? That doesn't really make any difference. But it makes a difference in understanding deeply by looking. I, I have a choice. I have a choice. I don't have to react like that. Not in suppressing, but simply by teaching yourself, training yourself to know, hey, I'm about to do that behavior and I choose not to do it. I'm about to do the behavior of yelling at the guy in front of me for cutting me off. This is a good one because I, that's where everyone seems to turn into a crazy monster. They, <laughs> they get in their car and it's like, you know, they're going to, they react in this conditioned manner. We all learn it from whoever we drove with, I guess, in the past. I don't really know where it comes from, but it's, it's a good analogy. And I know I keep repeating it, but it's probably the best analogy. Why am I reacting that way? 
and and learning that it's like catching yourself after doing all this after doing much practice you say well you know i've gone deep and i understand why i react that way okay good now i'm not going to beat myself up good so what are you going to actually do to make the change simply observe the fact that you're doing it easy as that so knowing that this is why we're doing this and knowing that we're creatures that have these conditioned minds that need to release certain energies that have built up inside of them and that we do this through escaping into drugs alcohol food abusive relationships you know um, habitual activities like maybe we release through violence all this about you know letting it out is something for us to look at the letting out and the need to escape the need to numb to use the substances the activities that we have to shut off our mind when we go into the zombie like state of watching TV and we've shut off our mind guess what we're no longer aware we're no longer conscious we want to be able to to raise our level of consciousness and awareness through insight so that we can observe why we do what we do being fully awake fully alert in the moment so we can see with new eyes and embrace what you're doing don't push it away you have to pull it in you have to accept it if you're using drugs and alcohol or other things related like this for escapism you have to say I'm doing it and this is why I'm doing it I'm doing it because I can't take it <laughs> this life is too tough or I was you know beat up when I was a kid you know or my father wasn't there or my mother died when I was little all of these different things that we have everyone has suffered I know it I have you have so we need to acknowledge these things we can't push them away but we can't beat ourselves up for the way that we have decided to cope with it because the whole world supports those methods of coping with our pain our fears our frustrations our past our angst all of this the whole world endorses it and they know they know that that's how we cope the advertising the marketing all of that booze that's advertised everywhere the 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 type of television and and the way that it's created and how it sucks us in they know that this is how we're coping with our lives but we're reaching for something else if you're listening to this podcast and you're like me you're like reaching for something else there's got to be another way to do this and we are discovering that and this is not new news this is old news that I'm reporting out to you very old <laughs> just a reminder to all of you that you know how to do this and you're doing 
a great job with however you're coping right now. You're breathing in and out. I know you're in pain. I know you're suffering. I know that you have sickness, disease. I know that you've had, um, you've been hurt deeply by other people, maybe things they've said to you or how you were treated. I know that you have a tremendous amount of frustration just having to deal with the very basic things in life. But I also know that you've had other traumas that are major, huge, things I might not even be able to really understand. And I know I've had my own traumas and my own trials and my own pain. And that I have used things to escape from that. And through these teachings now, I'm looking at, I looked at why I did this and I no longer do those things. Some things I still do, other things I don't do anymore. You know, I don't go to bars anymore. I don't do that. Because I saw that that was an empty way, that that was not the path that I wanted to take in my life. It doesn't matter right or wrong. I'm not, I don't want to get into that, the morality of drinking and drugs. It's everyone's own choice. But if you want to go beyond that, this path is right there. And you may have been on the path before. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You've left for a little while. And that's common. You know, and then you come back. Or you don't. <laughs> but if you're listening, I'm sure that you want some encouragement or understanding or you just want a fellow uh, traveler to talk about the scenery with. <laughs> so I'm here for that. We can talk about the scenery um, and, you know, what we're doing with that scenery, how we're interacting with it on a daily basis. Thank you all for listening. And I'm sure that other people would be interested in how you are dealing with things on a daily basis. So share your thoughts and feelings on aquietmind.com. Follow the link that says podcasts on the right-hand side there, and you can share your thoughts and feelings. And also suggest topics and just get involved with the community that is there. Uh, I read it often. I post to it as much as I can. And also I take ideas there for topics for new podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you again very soon.